Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. It's Sarah May, and this is a podcast for you. It's about... um. Your personality, or your personality pond, as I'm calling it. Um, And it's a self-esteem building exercise around priorities. So it is best done in a journal. So I recommend you listen to this with a pen and a pad of paper. Um, And it's basically to improve your personal alignment and uh, also tune your time spent to your actual priorities. Um, And it's also going to help boost self-esteem. So it's actually a process that's used to heal any injury in your body. So when you strengthen the muscles around an area that has been injured, that's the way you heal that area. So, for example, if you were to sprain your ankle, you would be told by the doctors to strengthen the muscles around it. Um, And the same goes for your personality. So the more of yourself you can dedicate to diverse passions and strengths, the stronger you will become overall and the more confident you will feel. And it'll also protect you and help you heal the most quickly. So when it comes to like a painful loss or something, you know, that defines you is suddenly taken from you, the other passions and roles you have will grow bigger and help support you in the place of what is, what is gone. So if you're looking to become more stable and confident, this is a podcast for you, and I highly recommend you do it in a journal. Um, so it applies to everybody. It has to do with just, I guess, your daily practices as an individual and what, what skills, what roles, what passions identify you to you. All righty, let's start this, mother. <laughs> so imagine yourself as a little pond or a big pond, whatever you picture yourself as, and you're covered with different lily pads of all different shapes and sizes. So one of them might have a flower on top, another one might have a frog that's basking in the sun, another one might have a family of dragonflies. Well, you get the idea. They're all different, they all serve different purposes for life above, while shading the peaceful ecosystem um, that is the basin of this pond for the life to thrive below. So in the metaphorical pond that is your peaceful person, each one of these lily pads represents just a different part of your personality. So they're like the diverse facets that make up your definition of self in your daily presence in your life. So they would include your talents, your roles in your career, your relationships, your passions, everything that you would say is important to you. So if you are trying to picture what these things are and you're thinking, what's good about having lots of these? Um, Picture if you're on a plane and you're seated next to a person who is a cook, a movie buff, a 
bookworm, a CrossFit junkie, and a surgeon. And now picture your picture, you're, you're seated next to a different person on a different plane, and that person's just a surgeon. Who do you think is going to be more interesting, relatable, empowered, personable, confident, capable, balanced, everything else that's inspiring to be around? So that's what we are going to kind of explore in you. And um, it's going to hopefully help you become a better you. So ready to strengthen your self-esteem? Awesome. Um, so this is the journal exercise. Basically, draw as big of a circle as you can on this piece of paper. I don't know how big your journal is, so I'm just going to say a big circle. Uh, and this is your pond. So next, you're going to fill that pond with smaller circles inside it that represent the different facets of your personality. So these are your lily pads. And just label each one as you go. So they should translate where you place your focus in your life, and therefore they should represent accurately how you spend your time. So if you spend the majority of your day working, the largest lily pad would say something like real estate agent or whatever your job happens to be. So if, however, your job is really not relevant to who you are and it's just to have an income to be a provider and you don't identify with the role at all, then you can just put provider instead. So if you identify with both the job itself and the role of provider, then you can either make one lily pad very specific, so something like freelance worker to be a provider, or you can just make them two separate ones. Um, but the only caveat is if you have two different traits you would, that you identify with that are tied to one role, like your job, they must be things that, that could exist separately from one another. So in other words, like if you lost the job, you would still feel like a provider. Like they have to be mutually exclusive. Um, so I will give you a moment to do that. I suggest you hit pause. Fill in any and all things related to how you would define yourself or describe yourself. So if you're struggling to think of things, other big roles for many people might include parent, husband, girlfriend, daughter, philanthropist. If you're spiritual, you might want to include spiritual person or your religion, maybe. If you work out every day, you would add a circle that says yogi or runner. Um, and if you have a hobby or a side project that you maintain, add something to represent it like musician or watercolorist. <laughs> so try to keep your bond, um, I guess, the ratios accurate. So those circles should represent the strength of the role and its presence in your life. And they should reflect you now and not show your ideal self. So if you are done, let's say you're done with that part of the exercise. Next, if there are parts of you that you would like to embrace more of, like they are passions that you have, but they're just neglected right now, or maybe you just haven't been able to incorporate them into your life as much as you'd like, now put those inside of your pond too. So just make them very small circles that are just barely visible compared to the rest. Um, and once you're done with that, I suggest taking a little mini break. So maybe walking around the block and then coming back to this with fresh eyes. Um, and just while you are taking this little mini break, I want you to think about your priorities 
because you're going to soon see if this visualization reflects who you want to be. All right, ready? Did you take your little mini break? I hope so. All right, so now you're going to look at your pond for two things, diversity and balance. The more diversity, the better. So if you have five plus lily pads and they're all a healthy size, that is great. But the more, the better. So if you have 12, it's awesome. Why is more better? Because just like with a muscle that needs to get stronger for a bone to heal, your surrounding lily pads help support you in dramatic change or in anything that will challenge you in your life. For example, um, let's say you were suddenly injured and you couldn't be a runner anymore. You be, might become more of a watercolorist in your time spent outdoors. Or if you suddenly lost your job, you might put all of that energy into being a more involved parent. And in short, your suffering will be far less your healing time will be far faster and you will not be compromised at your core by pretty much anything in your life because you are defined by so many things other than this thing. So it makes you more resilient, more resourceful, more balanced in every area of your life to be a diverse person because you are way just more confident, strong, capable when you have more of yourself to bring to your roles as well. It's almost like you have a heightened awareness of the, the recesses and the powers inside of yourself just because you have an awareness of what else you are capable of, what else you have in your life that is of value. So it actually informs each individual facet with more super you-ness. So often we have an unconscious habit in life of putting all of our energy into one small area and neglecting the rest of it. And especially when you get really excited about something or when something demands a lot of your attention to excel at it. And it's not often because you're neglectful. It's just because you're trying really hard to be good at one thing and it's just demanded of you by the discipline itself. So for example, if you work in a high-pressure job and you have to work late every night in order to advance in this job, you might end up away from home for the majority of your hours when everyone's awake and unknowingly neglecting your focus on a role of, let's say, significant other. Um, and other times, it's not even the, the discipline that demands the focus that creates the imbalance. It's something in us that craves an unhealthy amount of one thing. And that's usually because we get a chemical gush. And so we get like an addiction to one single thing. For example, a new relationship. A lot of us do it. It makes you feel so soothed or so happy just to be so completely filled with this feeling for the first time. And what can happen is when you decide to let go of all the rest of yourself in favor of just this chemical rush, you don't realize you're creating an unhealthy imbalance that is going to potentially jeopardize you and the relationship. It's just because it feels good. It's like you want to lose yourself in it because maybe oftentimes there are feelings that are painful that you don't have to think about if you lose yourself. So the reason that the imbalance must be corrected is because when you lose yourself in something, you, you lose 
yourself with that thing. So if that thing were to go away, you are also gone. You are leveled by that. And it can also be really hard to relearn about who you are once you've lost sight of all of those other defining facets. Because usually that sets off a, a pattern that kind of dictates the next several years or many years of our lives. So what happens when you lose sight of your other facets as a person is you crumble into this one factor. And that factor then controls you. It dictates everything to you and including disempowers you from making decisions that are best for yourself. So for example, if you become purely defined by the success at your job, you might find that you are doing things that the well-rounded you would never do because it's not good for you, like neglecting your family, skipping a wedding of a family member that you can never go to again, staying up all night, not eating right, not exercising. It's the same for uh, something like a relationship. When you are intoxicated by this relationship and this relationship is based on imbalance, you suddenly neglect all your friendships. You suddenly neglect your family. You become completely reliant on the feedback you receive from this one source. So it fools you into thinking that this is all you have in the world and that you are not worth more than it tells you you are. So it is the diversity you have in your person that enables you to help yourself make decisions that are best for yourself and also help yourself when you are hurt and see a way to, I guess, ground yourself to other important values that you might be screaming inside to, to voice but being incapable of doing so because you have lost all of your tools, so to speak. So it, this exercise is very, very important to follow through with because it will keep you tethered to all that you have to be grateful for and how great your value is in this life. And no one, not one thing will ever take you out of your own awareness of what is best for you. And that's what's most important. So next in this exercise, you're going to examine your lily pads for a visual balance. So you should look for just the scale relationship. And there should be some evenly divided size. And that should represent just your focus amongst your different roles in your life. So there should not be one giant lily pad taking up the majority. And I, sh I shouldn't say there should not be. If there is, it's just this is the beginning of you being able to correct it. Because, yes, there will likely be things that are very, very important to you in your life. Like probably there are probably two that are bigger than the other ones that are taking up the majority of the space. Because there are things like being a parent or a significant other or if you have a very passion or purpose-driven career, of course those are going to be, you know, dominating a lot of your time. But no matter how wonderful or worthwhile those roles are, it's really important that you maintain other focuses that enrich and enhance this definition of you outside of them and keep them in check. Why? Because right now you are, I believe, selling your life short and also putting yourself in a dangerous position because the amount of yourself that is contingent on these roles 
it just puts you in the line of fire in that if you lost them, they would remove your understanding of who you are because in a way, they dictate your very idea of self-worth. So just make it a point to yourself to build up a few other defining lily pads just for the good of respecting yourself and, and embracing the building of that self in just more ways than you are expected to by others or by your powers that be. And it doesn't have to be something painful or out of your comfort zone or difficult. It can be simple things, simple things that you are going to become more conscious of and then decide to do more of in lieu of not having a balance in your life. So maybe you, for example, your extended family lives far away and you never hang out with them, but you really like to. So you're going to put this onto your grow list. So if you have a grow list of lily pads, let's say one of them says sister, or maybe one of them says friends. So maybe if you're not great at prioritizing your time, make a plan to schedule time with your girlfriends just once every month, or even by, by yearly, you plan a trip together. There's always time when you make time. It just takes being conscious, deciding to make time and continuing to actually take action in favor of your learnings. So if you're thinking right now, looking at your list, and you're thinking it's going to take too much time away from your ability to be good at the other things, that's a fear-based thought habit, and it's irrational. Because this is not about stopping your career or spending less time with your family. It's about dedicating mental focus for something that will feed your spirit and give you energy to give to those things. You might find you're better at those existing things just by feeding these other facets. Because even minuscule time investments create massive waves of change in your person. Just because you are expanding, you are growing who you are. And the more you grow, the more you have to give. So it's like working out so that your muscles are stronger and then you can lift more weight. It's the same goes for your ability and your range as a human being. So it's just about broadening that range. And it's all up to you to decide to make this an important step for you as an individual. Don't discount it. Because uh, it can actually change your life. Just the tiniest habit, if done consistently, creates. It's like uh, they say that about steering a boat. You just the tiniest, tiniest tweak in a different direction, you, you end up in a totally different place. So if right now you are aware that you don't have enough of these lily pads and you're kind of overwhelmed by the thought of expanding yourself, don't worry, because this is not one of those challenges that's supposed to freak you out. It's, and definitely don't be intimidated by my examples, because the topics can be anything. They're just big or small. All they have to be is genuinely important to you or interesting to you. Something that excites you or drives you or fills you with joy. Some like little itch that you've always had. And that just needs to be validated. So if you don't have enough and you want more, just start with the intention to find more. Just plant the seed of thought and let it ruminate, let it grow. And just stay open and looking. No matter where you go, whatever circles you're in, just Keep your ears wide open for any potential new additions that could be brought more 
concretely into your presence, your daily presence as a person. And most importantly, don't let anyone else dictate who that person is to you. Don't let them mock your choices or question them. And if they do, do not listen. Don't even, just close your ears and don't give it a moment of thought because it's only something you can tell. It's only something you can define because it's just what you care about. There's no one that could question it or debunk it or tell you that it's not true. They have no say over what you think and what you believe in or what you like because this is just, it's just information you have. So if it helps, I would say keep any new additions a secret until you have a more stable footing in them. Because I know if you're just beginning to branch out, it can kind of be humiliating and disarming if someone kind of rips the towel away and just points at you and how not you the new habit is or whatever. And that's just what people do when they are afraid and insecure. And that means afraid of you changing and what that shows them in themselves. And also insecure in the fact that they cannot tolerate anything abnormal or different like in themselves. They have no tolerance inside. So what they express is just a pure lack of tolerance. Um, so just keep your loves close to your heart. Don't listen to anyone that tries to challenge them. And if anything, I would say feel empowered by those, whatever they are, mockeries just as a sign that you are now growing so much that it's obvious on the outside. So as a way to finish this journal exercise, I want you to color in the lily pads that you want to grow and that you are going to give more attention to moving forward. Because the last step I would like you to do is set these intentions in action right now. So if there's something you want to give more weight to in your life, do it. Not tomorrow, not sometime this week, right now. So take one concrete action this very moment. So open your phone, send a text to a person you want to spend time with, make plans, suggest plans, mark a time on your calendar and set a reoccurring alert, book a class online, pay for it. Just take any action immediately and set up the time, book the time with yourself that you are going to take in favor of this shift in focus. You have to reflect it in your behavior. It can't be just something you think about. So I demand you do just one thing right now, but try to make it three. Just do it really quickly. I bet you will take 15 minutes. So start the ball rolling on progress you want to make in three areas because right now it's fresh in your mind and it gives you momentum. Like it's really easy to do things if you set up a consistent habit of just throwing yourself into action. Momentum is your friend, especially when it comes to change. So in closing, I hope you enjoy this. Balance is always, always necessary. And it's if you want to remain on stable footing in yourself, and it's also if you want to ensure the health and longevity of your relationships. Because if you have more to bring, you have more to gain. And when you are your own individual self, first and foremost, you can be a better supporter for others. You can be a better spotter. And that is truly how to best love and care for others, by caring for yourself and growing that self. So be mindful about when your balance starts to tip too far in favor of 
one thing you want because it's really easy to lose yourself in the role and before you know it you'll be neglecting the rest of yourself because you are so many things you you can go in so many awesome directions all at once and don't believe for a moment that that's not true that you're any less than infinite because you are just waiting to be discovered and uh as a Last thought, I will just say, stay open, stay interested, and just invite what it is you are looking for and all things that are meant to come your way. So I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please share. And if you have the time, please give me a review on iTunes or SoundCloud because it thrills me to bits. And I also need them to help spread my words, y'all. Um... And I heart you. Smile. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.